0: on today's episode of america the conversation america the podcast creator tim Philippy and political organizer and america the podcast writer andrew turner aka your host discuss whether or not political polls can actually be trusted has the media hurt polling all this and more tonight on america the podcast presents america the conversation Hello and welcome to America the Conversation. My name is Tim Phillippe. I am one of your hosts and with me today as always is Mr. Andrew Turner. What's up, Andrew? Hi,
1: I'm Andrew. Hi.
0: Um, Yeah, so today um, uh, we're going to be talking about polling um, and that's what the conversation is and that's what we're going to do. Can we trust it? I don't know. I don't. Um, Do you, Andrew? Like Do I trust put, the polls? I don't... Uh,
1: the, no. The, uh, uh, the only person I trust, the only thing that I trust is the natural entropy of the universe, slowly encapsulating all things devoid of heat and energy. <laughs> so no, I do not trust uh United States yeah. American polling in 2022.
0: No. I mean, yeah, like uh, to me, like I, for a long time I did, I was a big, um, like, Pre 2016, I got into Nate Silver in 538. And I'm like, this guy is a fucking genius. And then, yeah, he shit the bed on 2016. And then I feel like he did it again on 24. I might be wrong on that, but definitely 2016. Like, and blamed everybody but, you know, himself and, you know, all of the sensationalism. And what did he have Hillary winning by like 80 points or some bullshit like that? I don't know about that. Like, I, I, he definitely insane. had her picking it up wasn't the Midwest much,
1: and and like yeah. Florida and stuff like that. Like I, Hillary
0: picked up the Midwest. Oh, how did she do in Wisconsin? Oh wait, Oh, uh, God, did like, nobody Pokemon you know, go to the you pulse? Know, you know
1: the meme where like all of a sudden you just see the face of whoever you're talking about like deadpan, but then there's like a mm-hmm. transposed like image of Vietnam over it, and you can just yes. hear a Fortunate Son start <laughs> to play. Like that is anytime you mention 2016, that's what happens to me. Like. I'm just yeah, sitting there amen. at a bar in fucking Tampa, Florida, again, watching the results come in with my mother, like, after running right. running a campaign down there for Hillary and just being, like, you, cool. You, like, flew her down there to, like, witness did. this, like, <laughs> wonderful moment in history. I, did. I bought a $500 <laughs> suit. I flew my mom out to the winning campaign I was running in Florida in 2016. Oh, my God. It was great. Everything went spectacular. Oh, my God. And I God. definitely am not traumatized by it. So Yeah. Like I mean,
0: and for fun fact, but luckily for the polls
1: were right. Like that's what this whole episode is about. It's how right the, the polls are.
0: Yeah, they're totally right. Um, fun fact for Andrew that um, we'll cover at a later date. But Andrew missed or witnessed the famous please clap moment. Uh, in the and and Pokemon go to the polls. And Pokemon, and Pokemon, Pokemon go to the polls. Go. I was at. Both Andrew of those wrote that joke. Andrew I did wrote not. The nope. Pokemon nope. Go. Nope. <laughs> Blame well, Andrew for the 2016 loss. He's also right. the one that clicked t- on that uh, password reset link. And
1: <laughs> I was smoking a little bit of crack with Hunter, and we were chilling with Hilldog in the back rooms of their great rich people club. Thebe <laughs> Stard was there, and I went, you know, it'd be nice if these kids fucking Pokemon Goed to the polls, and everyone started clapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: God. Without uh, an ask or a please, um, which is the craziest part. But <laughs> as far as the Pokemon go to the polls goes, um, I was listening. Um, what prompted me to even want to do this episode is um, right before this 2022 election, which they also got fucking wrong. Um, I, Axios um, was, I did an episode on Axios today, and we're uh, talking to some pollster who said that Basically, one in 70 people, 0.4%, at least in 2022, actually answered their phone for a polling call because that's how they do this shit still. They have, yeah, they literally call people's, I think, do they call cell phones or landlines? Do you know
1: this? It's mostly landlines. It's mostly
0: landlines. Okay. Because you have a landline and I have a landline. Oh, wait, we don't because we're 35 and in 2022. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I actually got
1: rid of a landline because random people kept calling me about shit I didn't want to talk to them about. So did my parents,
0: my (laughs) 60s years in their 60s. Parents don't even have a landline. Wait, no, they do, and it's for emergencies, and they leave it unhooked most of the time. Jesus, (laughs) like, (laughs) like, it's like there's no point of them. And so, that's like the most baffling part to me in all of this is that they they still use landlines to do this point. Like, I mean, I know that internet polls can be skewed because like you can have a troll go on yeah. there and like, 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 or whatever, like Elon Musk's polls do on Twitter. But like, uh, there's gotta be a better way. Is there a better way? Are they, do you know if they're working on a better way to do this or just, I
1: mean, I'm, know? Sh- I am 100% sure that there are mathematicians and statisticians at some of the greatest universities throughout the country, if not throughout the world who are like, Speaking with engineers and like mm-hmm. Tech facing like anthropologists Who are like this would be a great way to actually Monitor the opinions of a society right mm-hmm. I don't think anyone that's Sitting in a think tank in Washington DC Or in Sacramento California or Austin Texas is like we should Really do something wild and new for polling <laughs> Like it's not an industry mm-hmm. that like mm-hmm. Innovation is rewarded Or like, th- like all they care About is that they get close enough To continue to be paid by groups To poll people like, right, whether right. that be media outlets, whether that be campaigns, like, whatever. I, I will, like, the methodology is, is what's in question here, right? Because, like, you can't just go on the internet and have anonymous people, like, upload their vote to a poll and that actually reflect anything decent. You know, you mm-hmm. can do a poll on Twitter and it's going to be whatever Elon wants it to be because his fanboys sure. are going to show up and click whatever the presupposed answer he wants, you know? So it's like mm-hmm. the internet is not a viable way to do it unless, I mean, like... If the government ran a polling site, which you know, uh, I, no I, one would trust that. I, that, not I, a I understand. I, well, what you it would have to be like NPR or like like it would have to be run by an independent group, but yeah. funded with government money, right? Like, like people yeah.
0: still don't trust NPR. Yeah, I mean, people, people, I do. Yeah, but I was about like, to
1: say like people aren't going to trust shit no matter what. I, I yeah. think that that's the idea of like getting most Americans to trust polling. Whenever we right now are arguing about whether or not JFK Jr. is coming back from the dead to retake the government from Joe Biden is pretty funny, right? Like, there's no way right, they're going right. to trust anything that isn't whatever their preconceived notions is on the far right and in the center left, in my opinion. Like, mm-hmm. I nobody looked at any of the warning polls because they were outliers in 2016 and went, Hillary's going to lose, you know, yeah, in the Midwest. Like, I just don't well, think Well, are that...
0: those the polls that we need to trust then? Like, I, because if they were... Because that was correct, but, like, you know, 2020, no blue wave... Happened 2022, no red wave, yet every single news outlet, CNN, AB, all the major ones, and all the minor ones, all predicted those things. And fun fact, didn't fucking happen. Well, like,
1: all I can tell like, you is in that nine out of 10 races across the United States, I can predict the outcome within five points. Like, we're in a divided society. Like, it's mm-hmm. going to be 53 47, you know, as an average in a lot of races, like 51 right. 49. Like, That's the problem is like, yeah, I guess these polls get us within five to ten points, but we're running a vast majority of our races within five to ten points. Right, So, like, I I mean, like, uh, to be honest, I think that polls polling, whether it's about elections or it's about like the state of the country or like Mm -hmm. what issues are important to you, like even if you get a good statistical number of people that represent a wide ranging, you know, demographic of people throughout the United States. I think the average fucking person's opinion changes day to day. Like with what conversation they're having with their pastor, their rabbi, their priest, right. their imam. Mm-hmm. What conversation they're having at the bar, at the at the community center, at the veterans hall. Like what conversation they're having at the dinner table. Like Americans and and really human beings <laughs> as a as a better analogy here. Or excuse me, a better comparison here. Human beings in general I th- there are people like you and I are listeners, you know, that have formulated their opinions that sure. you know really are into this that are political nerds you know mm-hmm. that know what the, I, the vast majority of people do not care about this shit until they're in the ballot box i truly right. believe that like they're not they're not sitting there researching candidates like yeah they'll hear no, they'll they'll yeah. they'll hear like a And aside from one of us, like an anecdotal story of like, Mm -hmm. oh, well, yeah, they're putting kids in cages or, oh, well, yeah, the IRS hired 700,000 people to come arrest conservatives. Right. Like they hear these random stories from their friends (laughs) that watch story. Yes. You you got to shoot into right wing shit. You got to fucking do it. It's so good. (laughs) Oh, it's like it's like fantasy novels. It's so awesome. like let's look at some issues that never materialized that were obsessed with the media whether it be like the cartels running caravans of people you know up to the like Mm -hmm. or like i mean like is there a lab leak in wuhan china like there are some things that the media will like homelessness crime a spike in crime throughout the united states There is shit that even the liberal in quotation media will jump on so quick because it sounds dangerous and scary, even if it's like a conservative reactionary complete fabrication. You gotta sell ads, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they do. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's nothing but like it's, well, that's why Tucker Carlson's
0: show is listed legally because he had to um, actually admit to it in court once uh, that his show is entertainment, not news. Well, and it's like, like the Daily Show. It's like you don't consider the
1: Daily Show news. <laughs> Some people do. Um, but like... I would argue that, like yeah, the Daily Colbert Show doesn't news. present itself as news, even if in no. court it argues differently. But I, I will say this. Like, I think this all has to reflect back to polling and the way that like... I think most Americans like if you if you look at any poll like they support Medicare for all if you don't phrase it that Absolutely.
0: way. Absolutely. 70% like, of people They
1: support legalization of marijuana. They support housing rights. They support mm-hmm. like they support raising taxes on the rich, like on the extremely wealthy, like regularly. They support yeah, you know, there are tons of what would be considered far left policies that if you're mm-hmm. poll Americans and don't use I, I mean like one of the examples I think you used with me last week is You know, when you polled people four years ago on whether they like Obamacare versus the Affordable Care Act, you know, there was a 20-point difference in some polls. Mm -hmm. Because people would be like, well, I love the fact that my kid at till 25 has insurance, and I love the fact that no longer is there pre-existing conditions, and I love the fact Mm -hmm. that we're getting pharmaceutical care lowered in price. Now, we should have a public option, and medicine should be socialized because it's a fundamental right. Uh, Medical care should be socialized, but... Nonetheless, um, I, I like a lot of people were for everything policy wise that Obamacare was doing, but it was called Obamacare, you, until it was called Obamacare. Well, I think that I get in pol- my
0: insurance from the
1: ACA. I think, yeah, exactly. I I think that I think that polling like reflects whatever the media like sure there's there's half the poll of are people yes. that are like i believe this this is truly what i believe i've thought about it maybe less than half if I'm, I'm being a little generous with americans and human beings there but i think the vast majority of people when they answer a poll they're answering whatever they've heard from their media sources friends and family over yes. the past like two to three weeks yeah like I, I don't even think that they're forming a real philosophical like argument they're i know like, and
0: this is what I heard. That kind of that kind of worries me. You know, like I've I've got people in my family that I'm like, do do you have like an original thought? Like, and you know, friends too. Some no, not my friends. I can't keep people like you. We've whittled As those close down. Friends. Yeah, yeah, we've whittled those down quite a bit. But still, it's like, you know, you're uh, you have this a uh, unoriginal thought like that you're just parroting from and maybe that's you know people on the left probably do the same thing sometimes democrats
1: do that shit all the time you know they do they absolutely
0: do well which is it kind of brings me back to like are these polls like horse shit or not there's I, i was reading in um fortune um that uh there's a what's it called? How, how do you pronounce this? Tra, Traffolgar. Traffolgar. I don't know how to say this <laughs> dumbass word, but it's a Republican polling site that um it says it's it does not disclose its methods and is considered far too shadowy by other pollsters to be taken seriously. And according to Fortune, but um Nate Silver um still gave them an A minus. So I'm like, okay, so the king of the polls now takes this right wing bullshit seriously that said Carrie Lake was gonna you know be installed as dictator in Arizona or some shit like it's just like so obviously the right wing ones are bullshit too but then you've got again my biggest thing was uh, in question is um do is the media just projecting what they want Yes. Versus what the polls actually. Yeah. Like, I I, I know the answer, but like <laughs> just saying it out loud, like is CNN like are they actually I mean, they're taking a poll, but are they like I know the questions uh, like f- how questions are phrased is a huge issue because they, they can be leading. But like are each of these news sites outside of, say, maybe NPR and Reuters or something like are they actually leading people on or are they actually taking polls and i just straight up don't fucking think they are
1: trafalgar like, trafalgar and and reuters uh but that being said um i think yeah i think you're right in that well here's the deal there are poll pulling entities groups that are designed just to tell people what they want to hear on the left or the right and sure. they are they do not use good methodology at all and they are less reliable than the ones that do i i will say that that is a fact. Um, that being said, I just don't think the ones that even use good methodology because of the ways they go about collecting these poll numbers are as accurate as to be useful at all, right? Like, right. if you see your candidates 12 points behind, I think that's a useful poll because you know you got to change them up. But if you see your candidates within five points, like either direction, like that doesn't mean anything to me in, in our mm-hmm. modern country. So, even if that is a good source of polling, Like, if we can't narrow it down to two to three to one percent on average and get most of the races right, like, I just don't think it should factor into you as a voter and what your decision to vote or is in a campaign and what their decision is with their candidate on how to campaign. Right. Right. I I think that and I think the media is going to always push the narrative because it is a capitalist entity that is there to make profit over anything else and not get you Mm -hmm. the information you need is going to always push the narrative of the horse race. Right. Because that's exciting. Right. Like it's close, like yeah, anything yeah. can happen. Yeah, it's, it's a
0: it's the Super Bowl, basically. I mean, election night's my Super Bowl. I, I mean, yeah. political nerd, like is, yeah, I'm all here for it.
1: I don't know. January six was my Super Bowl because I only watch it every, oh. once every ten years. But yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Maybe my maybe my timing on that's a little low. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think that I think that polls. <sighs> I mean, to sum it all up, for me, like I think polls are fun for us political nerds to like, look sure, at and make bets on. But that's on, it. But that's it, yeah. What I will say is what I think, What you're, to your point, where polling can hurt because of the way that it's skewed, it's like in the primaries. You know, Mm -hmm. where there are a bunch of political nerds voting and not average Joes that are like, well, you know, I I can't vote for Bernie because he can't win because of this poll in New York says that. Like, I think in the primaries are especially somewhere that polling can hurt a candidate and Mm -hmm. more so than it should, to be honest. I think that that polls can also hurt big ideas, right? Like, that's that's a big reason that moderate and establishment Democrats don't want to do really powerful New Deal type legislation because they go, well, look at this poll. Like people would get real angry if we gave them free healthcare. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. I, I and and there's and there's polls to counteract that and say no, they wouldn't. Like if you presented it right and they believed in you. But my point is, is like, can polls be used to try to manipulate the narrative of the absolutely. parties? Absolutely, pick yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. So polls can be dangerous in that way. But I don't think that polls are hurting general elections. Mm-hmm. Are they? Are they hurting? Primaries are they hurting ideas and concepts being passed around by the establishment of both parties? Are they hurting like individual candidates and in local races? Yeah, I think that that's mm-hmm. very applicable. The smaller you get on the smaller races, the closer you get towards yeah. your home. But when it comes to the national, congressional, and and state level like governors races, I don't think polls have a huge factor because I didn't yeah. meet anybody in this Agreed. last race in twenty twenty two with the Texas state governor's race that was like you know. I really like Beto and, and Greg Abbott is really horrible and like Roe v. Wade's been overturned and like women's body autonomy, people's body autonomy in general and Texas is being destroyed. And like they're targeting transgender kids and like they're shipping up uh, asylum seekers to other States and they're, you know, I didn't hear any, and, and the econ- inflation's only getting worse. And like the rent is rising in every major city and like my job still pays what it did to my parents and with all that in mind, this poll is really what's stopping me to go and yeah. vote. Like, yeah. I, 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 think that, I think that if... if a long walk to ridiculousness. Yeah, right there. exactly. Like, I, I think that if you're not voting, it's because either A, you don't think anything will change, or you're in a position of privilege where you're like, things are fine for me. Like, yeah. Those are the only two reasons you wouldn't be doing a thing that's 20 minutes of your day a lot of the time. And there is, there is places that it like, takes almost no time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, and a lot of us, like, who can go vote. Pretty easily with an ID, you know. Even mm-hmm. though that shouldn't be the case either, but it should just be like or just give
0: everybody IDs get, uh, for free. Just I give, mean, if, you, if you have to have an ID law, this, this, just this, give them
1: out for free. Yeah, Jesus Christ! Off, if it's... yes, absolutely. Second off, it's illegal
0: all, to not have an ID. Okay, well then i give an ID, ID. Please, it's
1: called your social security <laughs> card. Like yeah, exactly. Like we could literally just track it that way. Like we could send <laughs> mail-in ballots based off right, your address and Jesus. social security card. Right. I, I think it's Oregon. Uh, Is it Oregon that does all mail-in ballots pretty much? Oregon
0: did mail-in. And ballots, and I i don't think it's obligatory to vote not, there, but it's definitely uh, they give everybody a mail-in ballot, yeah. Yeah,
1: I, I think everybody should have a mail-in ballot and you should get $200 off your taxes no matter who you are if you vote. Uh,
0: Amen. I think the
1: pushback
0: on mail-in voting is going to stop. And the early voting is going to stop because Republicans realized, oh, hey, this is what fucking hurt us. Maybe we loosen the strings uh, or the chains, rather, on uh, the holding that shit in and keeping people from doing it. Because without it, they may continue to lose because their Lord and Savior was preaching against it. Like, so I kind of have, you know, my probably false hope, um, that Mm -hmm. they Mm -hmm. may turn around the whole early voting and, um, and mail-in voting thing. And maybe you're going to see Republicans push for it. Probably not. Um, but like the, what, like what uh, made me think of this is that Kerry Lake's campaign had said, you've got to chill on the, the election was stolen. You've got to chill on don't early vote, yada, yada, yada. And when they, Like one of the reporters um, who are are, are the uh, not reporters, the staffers who was being interviewed for this said that when they told her that she looked at them with like a blank stare of like, but the 2020 election was stolen. Like, it's like, this is a irrefutable fact. Like I'm breathing oxygen and you know, uh, I'm looking at a computer screen. Like that's just a fact to her. Like
1: she is, but I don't know. I just want to point out, I just want to point out. That in June six on um, June sixteenth of this year, was the last the closest polling I could find on a quick Google for Quinnipiac, um, the question was, do you agree that Biden was ge- legitimately elected? Mm-hmm. Quinnipiac Democrats ninety six percent, Republicans twenty five percent, Independents, yeah fifty two percent, CNN Democrats ninety seven percent, Republicans twenty one percent. Yeah. Uh, mass Amherst, 21 and 90, 91 and 21, respectively. Yeah. Washington Post, 69, uh, or no, excuse me, 94 and 39, respectively. Economist Hugo, 90 and 25, That's a respectively. Huge jump. Like, uh, what I'm saying is, is like, yeah, it's an 18 point jump, a 14 point jump, but I, I like, Less than half the Republican Party believes that the election was legitimate in 2020. Why on the fucking earth would they try to make it where more illegitimate ballots could come in and steal it even easier? Like, so you have to look at things as two different ways, right? Like you have to look at it as like what you're arguing is that the establishment Republican Party will look and go, "Hey, this talk of election denial and not allowing our or or convincing our people not to vote early or to Mm -hmm. mail in ballots that is hurting our election chances, and we need to stop it." But then there's the base that believes this fucking lie.
0: That's they believe it,
1: and I don't. I haven't seen the Republican Party's establishment stand up to its base once since I've been an adult. Like I, I I don't remember. I don't even remember as a kid. Like when was the last time there was a sister soldier moment for like the Uh, Republican Party? Like as much as John McCain, John McCain, John McCain being like Barack Obama is not a Muslim. Yeah, and I would I say
0: remember. George Bush defending Muslims after 9-11. That was, uh, I mean, I Yeah, I mean, like, you hard got to, believe to when it you're it committing happened, a but genocide, but yeah. Yeah, Sh- yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, uh, <laughs> there are, there have been, like, but again, two out of 400,000? I don't know how many people are, uh, Republicans actually are in office.
1: But, well, and, yeah. and both those, but one of them never became president uh, and is hated now by the Republican Party. Arguably, both of them are hated by the Republican base at this point. Who? John McCain and Bush. Um, oh yeah yeah yeah. Uh and I I think Yeah, that- they called John
0: McCain. A, <laughs> I was I only I like people who don't get caught Ca- uh, and yeah. become prisoners before. I, I prefer
1: <laughs> soldiers who don't get captured. <laughs> he was uh, in a cage
0: for 3 months, man. Jesus. No, like years. Year, oh, years. Oh, years. Oh Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah. I didn't know that. No, uh he was a POW for years.
1: <laughs> um, uh, but but <laughs> Yeah, no, no. I mean, he didn't get invited. He he got to spur the sitting president of the United States from his funeral, which I think is pretty dope. That's hilarious. I'm not a McCain fan. I think he's a huge piece of shit, even though he's He's a POW war criminal. But yeah, yeah. But I, 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 and like a man who just did the worst policies in the world. Yeah. But yes, I think that at least John McCain was able to stand up. And be like, no, Barack Obama's not a Muslim. Like, but that's the last time I can remember like an establishment party figure like mm-hmm. telling the base no bad dog. Slap on the bad dog, nose. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And like, I just don't think that's going to happen with elections. Now here's the deal. What I think you're gonna see is them advocating for more redistricting, both at the Supreme Court and the base Ugh. level. Like they're going to gerrymander, 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 because they are becoming a regional party that cannot yeah. win in the cities. So I can't think of a single major city that doesn't go blue anymore. Like even in Texas, like Fort Worth goes blue now. Like I, I, they have a Republican senator. That's so weird. But like, well, Fort Worth went blue at least in twenty twenty. Like, yeah. uh, But that's that's what I mean. Is like every single major metropolitan area, even in Texas, at least is purple, if not blue. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Truth.
1: I think, (laughs) and relating this all back to polling, like. I think that the Republican Party isn't looking at any anecdotal data based information to drive their current policy position. No, no, I think they that aren't. this is a, a power, power party nothing more. It's This is a death rattle of a dying party that is nationalistic, that is ethnocentric, that is a right wing, theocratic, mm-hmm. Christo fascist group of people that are realizing they're losing their place in society, like younger browner, gayer people are having more and more power. Women are having more and more power, and they don't like that, and... They are freaking out about it. And I don't think they're going to do anything logical to stop it. They're going they're talking about a civil war. They're storming the Capitol. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Why would they like they what they would have to do, Tim, to get more involved on at the level you're saying is be like, we're gonna work with Democrats to pass a yeah, bill yeah. that redoes voting rights that benefits all of us, whether we're Democrats or Republicans. And I just can't see or Repu- like the Republican House is going to get into session, and the first thing they're gonna tackle is hunter biden's dick biden's pics laptop
0: yeah i know like that um well and that's like and i and you know as i think is going to be the theme throughout all of these episodes i'll realize i'm wrong um no no because, you you are like, just an optimist I'm, and a good person I'm optimistic, and I, sure.
1: I'm, a, I'm a pessimistic bad but, person that's all sure there is.
0: Uh, <laughs> that's our dynamic uh no but like there are issues going on right now where like i think it's in South Carolina or Georgia, it's, it's definitely a Southern state. They're trying to make it to where their Supreme court can't like in the state can't overrule any sort of election shit so that it's going to be solely in the hands of the legislature and, uh, basically a, a way, a background a, a workaround to just gerrymander the shit out of the state for Republicans. And I like, there was that, and then there was something else that I'm, I'm blanking on. But, like, they are just going after every tiny little thing. I mean, it's, to the uh, point where I they think you're talking tried about to the... run
1: Herschel Walker, who yeah. was a complete fucking moron. I and... think you're talking about the North Carolina case at the Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah okay. Right? The, yeah, it
0: was, I knew it was a Carolina or something like that. But, yeah, they're, they're trying to, you know, get rid of that. Mm-hmm. To circle back, though, um, before we end on polls being wrong let me just highlight this yet again memet oz in pennsylvania chosen to win over fetterman despite fetterman having a stroke um and then recovering as people do from strokes they had uh fetterman losing by one percent uh um and grant in reality Red fetterman beat him by five percent. yeah they had um somebody in arizona also losing they had herschel walker um, winning the original election and then I, I couldn't find anything on whether or not he was going to win the second round in December that he just lost.
1: Again. I think Trafalgar um, had him up winning on the on the runoff, but everybody Of course else, they did, but again, but they're a right-wing
0: yeah. bunch of fucking nutjobs. Um, they're a rag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're a rag, and you know, Warnock beat him by, what was it? Uh Like four and a half points or something like that, and that man, straight up, good for him, has won six elections in the past two
1: years. Like Yeah, Jesus, man, no one... I will Christ. say this. No Raphael one has worked Warnock harder rules. for a fucking senate seat than Raphael fucking Warnock. Yeah, dude. I, and I well, actually, I'm sorry about that guy. He is a he is a pastor. I should not throw the f infix uh, uh, in <laughs> yeah, he's there. Fine. But he's... but that man has worked his ass off. Like I, yeah. I I like I I I give Democrats a lot of shit on this program, audience. I do I do, and it's because I was about to say it's because I love them. But that's a lie. It's because I want them to be better. I'm more like yeah. a coach than a parent. Like I don't love mm-hmm. them, but I do want you to be better, Democrats. Yeah. But I will say, if you can win four elections in two years, three elections in two years, like Raphael Warnock did, you're doing mm-hmm. something right. Now, he was advocating for, you know, $25 minimum wage. He was advocating for healthcare for all. He yeah. was advocating for some very popular leftist talking well, points. Well, that's the thing. Somebody's <laughs> Christian...
0: Popular some of these Christian groups like, and that's the craziest part to me what, as we end here, like that Christians used to be no nukes back in the seventies.
1: They were yeah. like borderline socialists. Pacifists. And now they, I mean, they were, they were pacifists, they were pacifists in world war II and that like went to fight, but were only were like, healing people. Like literally only medics in the field in world war two who were. And same with hard his Christians. church,
0: like his yes. church, like, is, you know, I, I don't know how much he preaches. I don't think he does. Cause it's, you know, illegal um, as it should be. But like, You know, I don't imagine anybody that goes to his church like maybe they don't like abortion, but they are cool with, you know, paying people more, having health insurance. And I truly think Uh, and as you think, too, the only way to actually get people in there is to have a candidate like Bernie or, you know, Alexandria to go in and preach these progressive ass policies because Bernie has preached to popular (laughs) policies and popular. And like he's talked to. You know, um, uh, uh, Republicans, and give them like he's went on Fox and gave his spiel, and everybody was like, "Oh fuck yeah!" Oh yeah, and- I, I <laughs>
1: highly encourage everyone to watch the Fox <laughs> Town Hall with Bernie. And Absolutely, it's, so it's amazing. amazing. And that, it proves and that- my point, which is that these policies are not only popular. But like, I think a they're majority of eva- yeah, I think that a majority of evangelicals would agree with you that mm-hmm. like maybe we should tax rich people a little more. Like, maybe, yeah, maybe we should be giving health care out a little bit easier. Like, but then they hear around the dinner table, you know, in that conversation, like socialism, socialism, socialism. They hear mm-hmm. then they that's hear the like, problem. They hear like demon babies, demon baby, like like they're eating children, demon like, babies, like they're you know all that hardcore the QAnon fucking Jewish space laser shit, like oh. that that stuff is what takes those evangelicals yeah. and makes them believe. There's like a baby eating cabal of globalists that are working with the Democrats directly, Which you know, is
0: just so fucking well, nuts it's it's it is a
1: organized it is a organized concept by people smarter that are that do yeah. study this stuff that are political nerds to dilute the actual conversation. Right. Like this mm. is class again, based warfare. If we yeah. get those dumb people, like, I'm sorry, but a lot of dumb people to argue about the culture True. war shit then they're not going to unite and go, why are we making less money than we did in the 70s and the rich yeah. have increased their wealth by four? Distraction. Like, yeah, That's exactly. It is, it it is all distraction. distraction. It is all Look, It's gaslighting.
0: That's the proper term. <laughs> yeah. And the word of the year in 2022, hey. according hey, to Webster. I thought it was <laughs> goblin mode. Oh no! Wait. Uh, okay. One Oxford Dictionary is goblin mode. I think, and Webster might be um, gaslighting. I, there's there's multiple words of the year from the different dictionaries. Well, yeah. I'm not gaslighting mode here, is.
1: but I'm gonna go goblin mode and say you've already ended the episode <laughs> oh, with that.
0: Oh, no. um, well. To end the episode, I wanted to bring up the fact that marriage equality just fucking passed. Woo! Uh, and uh, let's get yeah, gay. So- let's all get gay, gay. let's I love get it. um interracial which i don't think oh is my god right that term. wasn't even a
1: law that's so yeah, scary it there. wasn't a law <laughs> like Jesus. gay
0: marriage you know um interracial marriage all of it across the board even though republicans including mitch mcconnell who's in an interracial marriage voted against it uh so it's just like i almost like don't know what to do political some, empty suits fun. I, if I, 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 maybe I'll try and find it and include it at the end of this. I, um, I encourage everybody, if you don't hear it after the end of this episode to go find the Republican woman crying, um, about the passing of, uh, like right before it passed, uh, the act itself. And I think there's a specifically a TikTok, um, that has it set up to a beat and it's amazing. And, um, <laughs> it's her just saying, please don't pass this bill for families or some dumbass shit like that. But yeah, yeah, it did, what, and now it's the law of the land. So, um, yeah, I,
1: her own nephew like freaked out on her about doing oh it. Oh my god! Oh, uh, I think her name is Vicky <laughs> Hartzler, uh, Congress
0: God damn,
1: yeah, H A R T Z L E R. Okay, Hartzler. Yeah, uh, she is a. I am the
0: heart slayer <laughs> here to defend
1: <laughs> regular a, marriage in she, my eyes. <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> she's, yeah, she's a she's a congresswoman from Missouri, I believe. Um, and, yeah, that fucking sounds about white. And her uh, gay okay. nephew said. Um, Today, my aunt Vicky started crying because gay people like me can get married. So, despite coming out to my aunt this past February, I guess she's still as much of a homophobe. Yeah. So Jesus I, I do. I, I will say, you know how for years they were like liberal tears. I love liberal tears. Did Trump get elected? Uh, I get it. I feel them. I empathize with that uh, position now because there's a lot of times where I I'm love... like, mm, fashy tears, mm, <laughs> cry Fashy tears, more. baby, mm, cry you fat fuck. Mm. It's a good
0: source of sodium, um, H2O, and uh, happiness. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> yeah. It cured, uh, it cured my hemorrhoids.
1: Fascist
0: <laughs> tears. Fascist tears will cure your hemorrhoids. That's the message you need to take away, everybody, today. Thanks for listening. Um, find us on iTunes. Uh, Sound, I almost said SoundCloud. Not a chance. Uh, Jesus Christ. No, is, did, what is, year is it? <laughs> I, well, I used to run uh, America the Podcast on that um, as, a, as an RSS, and it just is like, oh, this is a... I have to pay for this. Well, for for
1: our gin alpha (laughs) listeners, SoundCloud was a website back whenever we were all cavemen. And And, uh, it it had some pretty decent rap on it. it. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) Find us on Apple podcast, Amazon, Google podcast, Pandora, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, And we have a Patreon where you can find the extended episodes of these. They're basically just the entire recording raw and uncut. Um, and give us yeah. money give us money give us money um you can i don't know our tier i think it's three or five dollars but you know um... oh, can you
1: make the top tier fascist <laughs> tiers so that when you subscribe oh, you get a set yes. of fascist tears
0: Oh, I will. Oh man, that's kind of fun. Just send people like See, a, this is a the tiny little cup of salty water. Uh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> we send a everyone t- a, a tiny like thimble like of salt LSD water. like like drug sized like thing of just salt water, and we're like fashy tears. Here you go.
0: <laughs> I mean, if they can get away with selling bullshit NFTs like Don, which. By this time you all know about the NFTs and I hope you had a good laugh as much as we did. And I hope you didn't pay $99 for one of them. Oh my God. But if you did, I hope you got the spaceman. Um, And uh, yeah, subscribe to Patreon. Maybe you'll get a jar of uh, human sad tears in the mail Um, or not, because I'm not going to do that. It's a lot of postage. Um, And that's where I'm going to end the episode. Goodbye. And we'll see you in two weeks.
1: Bye everybody.
0: America the Conversation is a production of America the Podcast and Shway Media. The creators and hosts of America the Conversation are Tim Phillippe and Andrew K. Turner. The show is mixed and edited by Tim Phillippe at Shway Media Studios. The show's theme song is by Timmy Two-Step and all other music and sounds heard in this show were procured through the amazing companies listed in the show notes. For more information, please visit AmericaTheConversation.com. This has been a production of Shui Media, all rights reserved. For more information, please visit shuimedia.com.